0: Hello and welcome to What a Terrible Idea. Today's episode is What a Terrible Idea Low-Carb Dieting is, um, where we just go into a little bit of a rundown of some of the pros and cons, um, some reasons why you might want to use it, and other reasons why it's probably a terrible idea. Uh, but before we go into that, just a quick rundown of all things hybrid. So you have got our first Bristol based handstand workshop of the year coming up this Saturday, the 8th of June. But if that's a little bit short notice for you, then we also have another workshop in Bristol on the 20th of July. Um, also, if any of you follow Tom on Instagram, you might have seen some of the exciting snippets of our upcoming handstand ebook, which will officially make me a published author. So I'm very, very excited about that. And you should be too, because it's looking excellent. I think that is everything we have though. So on with what a terrible idea low-carb dieting is. Hello and welcome to what a terrible idea. Today's episode is what a terrible idea low-carb dieting is. But before we get started, uh, we've got a guest appearance for Fact of the Day. My very own little brother, Harry Lees. Harry, Fact
1: of the Day. Okay, very yogi-related fact. We've got an American fact as well. Uh, Does that mean it
0: doesn't apply in the UK?
1: Yeah, yeah. This fact is only
0: true in America.
1: We are a bit more sensible than this. But (laughs) there are 36 million people practicing yoga in the US. And of those 36 million, they've spent $16 billion on yoga gear. Gosh. <laughs> 30, um, 16 billion over Your, 36 mil quickly. I, I didn't realize there was that much
2: yoga gear to buy.
0: Yeah, because what, what do you have to buy for yoga, huh? A mat. A mat. A strap. A block. That oh, is, you need loads of blocks. Oh, lots of blocks. And different width blocks then, as well, yeah. yeah, Yoga pants. Yoga pants. A few, a few pairs. Few yeah. pairs of yoga pants. I actually want that, some yoga pants. That, yeah, I really want some that yoga pants. That can't be correct. How much has each yogi spent on oh, average? Yeah a
1: lot uh actually no maybe it can be correct what is it is i think it's like well, if it was 200 pounds each 200,
0: oh, yeah. 200 pounds yeah on average yeah he's fucking maybe it's two thousand. this harry has spent like definitely over three or four hundred
1: pounds on yoga maybe it's two thousand dollars it's really hard to imagine like the nine noughts over the 16 with nine noughts over three <laughs> the six and Six knots.
0: This is yeah. like a scene from Beautiful Minds. Like I notes. can see the numbers yeah. in front of Addy's face <laughs> and his fingers <laughs> dancing around in the air. Too much
1: money. Not much, much money. I think it's 200 or two grand. Surely uh, not two grand per surely person. Not two grand. <laughs> well, the average, though. Someone spent like... In fairness, genuinely, he
0: spent like three or four hundred pounds on yoga here. Yeah, probably around that. <laughs> <laughs> but I I know, know, three, three the years.
1: it? You used to buy weird Gear gears breed. that go over your head that trained your neck muscles. Do you remember those? Hilarious? <laughs> yeah, neck harness. Neck <laughs> <muscles>. <laughs> weird gears that go
0: over your head to train <laughs> your neck muscles. That's
1: the a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be. That Excellent. That's We're going to get Harry on the podcast That's a lot <laughs> more. His insightful views. On That's a good way to train traps. Weird neck harness. What did you mean? A weird neck? Head gears. (laughs) Weird
0: gears that go over your head. (laughs) You knew what I meant. (laughs) Right, to today's episode then. What a terrible idea low carb dieting is. So, low carb diets, specifically sort of people who think they're doing keto, so generally quite high fat, high protein diets, are terrible, aren't they, Ali?
1: They are pretty terrible. I think it's probably worth. Specifying, yeah, the, the, the differentiate between those two, like keto diets, in almost all cases are even more terrible <laughs> than uh, than low carb dieting, um, or just being low carb in general, really, um, because keto has an even ha- places a massive restriction on you know the amount of vegetables you can eat, which we, we know are, like really positive for overall health. Um, but the the idea really like if you choose to eat in a manner that's low carb maybe that is a good approach for an individual. Mm -hmm. But the premise behind it often is the case that people think it is inherently better than any other way of caloric restriction, which it simply is not. Um, Like We know from so much research that the amount of calories you eat is the overriding factor into how successful your your fat loss is or your weight loss is, Um, not whether you're eating low-carb, high carb, low fat, whatever, like there's no, it is literally a case of total calories. And if eating low carb is a way that you find controlling your calories to be easier, that's great. But it doesn't mean that low carb is inherently a better strategy for losing overall body fat. It's kind
2: of a a black and white approach really, isn't it? It's like, you're probably going to create a little bit of calorie restriction because when you set up your plate, rather than having the carb content that would normally be there, like pasta, potatoes, rice, whatever it is, breads—you're so just going to take that out. So as a result, the total calories on your plate are probably going to be less if you don't add extra stuff in. Which is why it does work. Like that, you're basically creating that calorie deficit through that means.
0: Yeah, I think potentially before we go over why it might be a useful tool for some people, um, it's probably worth sort of debunking the myths about why so, so the, the actual reasons people think it is mm. working for them and then explaining why that probably isn't the case
1: yeah so one of the um, what one thing you'll hear all the time is eat more fat and uh, and burn more fat and essentially the premise of that is actually true your body kind of has like a like it, it will preferentially use for energy the thing that it's getting the most of so if you eat more dietary fat, so more fat in the diet, you actively will utilize more fat for um, your day-to-day activities. And, but that doesn't mean that you actually have, that you'll use more of your own body fat stores. Mm-hmm. It just means you're going to use more of the fat that you're, you're eating. And so it still boils down to energy balance. How many calories are you eating versus how many calories you're expending? So if you're having, if you eat more a diet that's lower in carbohydrate and higher in fat, then yes, you will actively use more fat for your day-to-day activities, maybe you your training, whatever, but it won't boil down to more overall fat loss if calories are controlled.
2: On top of that as well, a lot of people start a low-carb diet, and obviously in that first week, they drop a lot of weight quite quickly um if they're actually eating very low carb but that's because of glycogen and water so for every gram of glycogen that goes into the muscle mass three grams of water goes in with it as well so if you completely cut all your carbs out essentially you're dropping a shitloads of water you're not actually dropping any more actual fat but you'll probably see like a big drop off in that first week which is like a lot of people is a motivating factor mm-hmm. so they'll then be like oh this that's amazing i'm going to
0: carry on with this even if yeah, it's not actually the case a lot of people do get success on a low carb diet is because they get that massive buy-in factor they've done it initially they have dropped like a couple of kilos in the first week or two and then they like really really buy into the process and commit to it um and we all know that like adherence to a diet is adherence to a calorie deficit is basically the thing that like is going to keep you making progress in the long run.
1: Yeah, that is the determining factor, like whether you whether or not you can stick to it, and and that's why, like in some cases, um, just going like, do you know what? Eat a low carb diet. Suddenly, you've got these people have to remove an enormous portion of calories from their diet literally overnight. They wake up, they normally have cereal. Suddenly, you can't have cereal anymore because that's literally a carbohydrate source, Um, and so you 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 kind of got to think through different new, new things to eat. And often, it just means that people end up eating more protein. Yeah. Um, which is going to keep them fuller, uh, and means that they'll reduce their calorie intake quite substantially. Um, which can be, well, obviously, is really good for fat loss. But like, that's a really easy thing to give someone. Mm-hmm. So it's so like it, it can be, in so many cases, so applicable um, without like any external stress. It's so easy to do. Oh, that's got carbs in it. I shouldn't eat it. Yeah, yeah. Which like in in which can be really really good. But then like probably that isn't going to be the way that you're going to want to live your life for very long, if any amount of time at all. A very, very, very small amount of people will, will be absolutely okay with eating with that forever. But if you don't learn the reasons why or understand the mechanisms behind why that like restriction of carbohydrate was actually successful, you'll never be able to eat in a normal manner with normal people doing like, having like, going out for dinner, you know, when someone brings... Cake to work, you can't have it. Yeah, all those yeah. kind of things because you haven't learned like really the, the key mechanism behind why your weight loss was successful. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Then another reason a lot of people think low carb might be an excellent idea is because of the insulin.
1: Oh, yeah, the insulin. yeah, <laughs> and
0: insulin's evil, isn't it? Insulin's pretty bad. So, if ever you have insulin, you must be fat.
1: Yeah, well, so that again, like this is, um, that was kind of what we were saying earlier about, um. Having the what your body preferentially using fuel for sources that um, that you're eating. So when you eat a diet high in carbohydrate, or just not even necessarily high in carbohydrate, when you eat carbohydrate, your body releases insulin to try and um, essentially bring that um, blood glucose back down into a maintainable level. Otherwise, you would die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Insulin's great. Insulin's <Yeah. laughs> like
1: essential for that. Um, but it essentially, insulin, almost acts as like a dimmer switch that doesn't turn off fat oxidation, but it really does turn it down so your body's starting to preferentially use those carbohydrates that have been put in for energy. Um, but that doesn't mean, like we said before, like that doesn't change energy balance at all. It just means that those carbs that are coming in are being preferentially used. If you think about any, any diet, in fact, actually, um, any time you eat, you become fatter. You become fatter. So it's so, so like it's really important to like remember that over the course of a day, let's say you have a, a net balance of fat storage versus um, like fat oxidation or fat loss. But every single time you eat a meal, you actively become more fat than you were before that meal. Regardless of like whether that's got a decent amount of protein, a decent amount of fat, and a decent amount of carbohydrate in it, you are now a bit fatter than you were before or you you will be in a, in a little bit once that f- fuel's been had, no, no matter how low an energy you are, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No matter how low your energy stores are, once you put 500 calories in, you're actively like a little bit, you have more body fat or like you have more fuel than you had a minute ago. So add that up over the course of a day, you go through these periods of like fasting, losing body fat, eating, sorry body fat, fasting, losing body fat, eating, sorry body fat. And it's the net like, it's hard to yeah. describe here because there's no, you can't like make a graph. But it's that net of like. Ali's making his hand go in <laughs> a wave. So
0: if that helps, do that with your hand. You can't see what i, mean, I can't see it. what you're doing. <laughs>
1: Think but of a
2: sine wave. Yeah. Front loaded to the daytime. <laughs> it is, it is
1: essentially, at, it's sine zero zero? Uh, I don't know. Well, whichever one's yeah, zero, right. it would be. Yeah, it's like up and down, isn't it? Yeah, but is sine zero zero or, or cos zero.
2: One. Sign starts it, on zero I think
1: So sign zero is zero. So the sign of zero is zero. In which case it starts at zero, then that would be correct. It would be yeah, yeah, zero, yeah, yeah. as opposed to being cosine Yeah. <laughs> that would be maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weight maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> be weight maintenance. <laughs> 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 um, I forgot what my point was. Alright. Oh, at yeah. any
0: given point in the day you're you could be either storing fat probably. or yeah. losing fat. So regardless
1: and, of um sorry, mate, go on.
0: No and that and that principle then applies over a week as well so yes. you could have days where the net effect is you have stored some fat mm-hmm. but then the majority of your days the net effect is that you're losing some fat Definitely. because you're in a
1: deficit um, but where that relates to is like it doesn't matter if, if it's a carb dense meal or mm-hmm. a fat dense meal that same premise remains the same um, it's just that when you have carbohydrates in that meal insulin is released to try and um, increase the amount of carbohydrate that you're utilising for fuel so you so you don't um die Uh, and um when you have a diet high in fat uh, another hormone called hormone sensitive lipase is is released to try and preferentially make you use more dietary fat for for fuel and so it it just almost again when you have a diet high in fat doesn't mean that you completely turn off carbohydrate fuel utilization like your brain almost predominantly uses glucose um anyway like you'll it just acts as a sort of like a dimmer switch going between the two substrates and like what you find is people who are really, actually, overall, really healthy um, in terms of their their metabolic um, like capacity. Almost, they they can switch between using very use, plastic their ability yeah, to like they can like utilize carbohydrates, utilize fats really, really, really well. Wow. Um, and that's part and parcel of having a healthy metabolism. Like you don't want to be this person that can only eat, uh, needs carbohydrates all the time, or someone who. Likewise, can only have like a diet that's low in, low in fat, and less, uh, low in carb, unless you're diabetic, obviously, um, because you want to be able to switch between between both substrates. That will mean you're a, you're a much better athlete in general, really, because you can ac- access those really, really high-output max sprints, and then you can do long-duration, low-intensity activity as well um, and be quality at all. Which is what we want at exactly. the end of the day. So
0: let's go through some of the reasons particularly why eating carbs is a great idea and let's Mm -hmm. stick with the assumption that we're doing this and we're dieting for fat loss as well so particularly why carbohydrates are excellent to keep in your diet while you're dieting they're just great aren't they carbs are great Mm. for the most part i mean Um, they are the source that like if you're going to be training in the gym it's primarily carbs that you're going to be using for to fuel those workouts so you want to perform well in the gym, don't you? We assume. We're making an assumption. Absolutely. So uh,
2: if you go to actually the macronutrient carbohydrates versus fats, obviously carbs have got four grams Mm. um, per, uh, four calories per gram, even fats got nine calories per gram. So that's more than double, Mm. which means that if you had, you were dieting and you only ate carb sources or only ate fat sources, you could actually eat more than double the volume of carb sources than what you could fat sources. So if you are dieting, more food volume is generally a good idea. Um, So it's actually having a higher carb diet when trying to diet is a very, very good
1: idea. Yeah, having more food volume is massively, massively important. Your gut has like receptors in it that detect how like stretched it gets. And when it is stretched, you are actively more full than when it isn't stretched. That sounds really obvious, but like, You also have other, like, receptors that detect how much fat you've eaten, and when you have a decent amount of fat, they also make you feel more satiated. But um, having, like, a decent chunk of... Especially, like, vegetables, you can... They are so, so satiating that you can have a shitload of calories... A shitload of food for... 200 calories of broccoli is worth a lot of eating time. (laughs) 200 calories of olive oil is... Almost zero. <laughs> yeah. that's, a bad, that's a bad comparison, really. Something like, um, I mean, what would you eat if you were eating like, a, a, a low carb diet? Like, something like, you might, instead of having broccoli, like a shitload of broccoli, you might have um, some avocado and an egg. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and like, the amount of volume of food you'd get for 200 calories, you know, a half an avocado and one egg, I. Just look terrible on a plate. <laughs> very sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a, a two hundred calories worth of broccoli, I fucking would love that. Yeah. That's like a decent chunk of food.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard because potentially people who are on a low carb diet would still eat broccoli.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's that, yeah, that's that's. We'd hope so. <laughs> 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 that, is, that would be a good way of eating. So I don't think carb.
0: broccoli is classically classed as a high carb food.
1: Uh <laughs> no but it is a sorry most I wouldn't of it's think are. You'd Do you tell know what this is actually? A good, this is actually, load on broccoli. <laughs> this is a good point actually. Um what makes a food low calorie? Uh
0: it's calorie to weight ratio. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, energy uh, density. Yeah, essentially. So, yeah. I think really what makes something low calorie is like obviously you've got you could divide it that way, but like, it just depends on um, the quantity, right?
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So, like, and also, uh, uh, that, that might uh, there might be some individual variants because there's some foods that I know they might be relatively low calorie, but I'm still going to eat a fucking shit yeah, ton exactly. of them, and they're no longer low calorie. <laughs> exactly. That's why I mean. popcorn is yeah. relatively low calorie and uh-huh. can be consumed by many as a sensible treat. Uh-huh. I can't do that. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I'll eat four fucking bags of the stuff. Yeah. But like, and that's sixteen hundred calories. Yeah, exactly. which is not low. No, that's high. <laughs>
1: like a Milky Bar button is low calorie as a button.
0: Yeah.
1: Per button, it's low calorie. Mm-hmm. Per hundred gram bag, not so much. No. Nope. Do you know what I mean? So like, you have like it's like like so same, same with broccoli. Like, like we could easily we can easily make broccoli not very low calorie. <laughs> and suddenly, like so, regardless of um of what you choose to eat. You've still got to consider calories. A fucking horse manages to maintain seven hundred kilos on grass. Yeah. It only eats a vegetable and it weighs seven hundred kilos. Fucking hell.
0: Not a very nutritious one.
1: (laughs) So like it just it just boils down to the fact that calories are the fundamental thing. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter where your calories come from, if you're eating too many of them, you are not going to be able to lose body fat and if you are eating sorry if you're eating too many then you're going to only store body fat um and so it's about trying to find a way that you can eat that allows you to control your calories not necessarily by tracking them all the time um because tracking calories is a fucking ball ache um definitely is useful and i would definitely recommend that everyone tracks their calories for at least a week or two period at some point in their life so they haven't got to track calories forever but it does just always boil down to that so whether it is a low-carbohydrate approach you take or or much more sensible, probably including carbohydrates, just because it means you get more flexibility. Um, it just boils down to that at the end of the day.
0: I think it's like we did, when we did the episode with veganism as well, It generally, as soon as you give a diet a title, mm-hmm. it's probably you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, you basically it was, just operate yeah, by yeah. an arbitrary, arbitrary set, set of rules, rules yeah. rather
2: than understand the principles of Which why... Can, yeah. why it's working yeah which is, is fine for a certain period but it's then what you do off the back end of it when if you sort of maybe started with that but then learned uh, like the principles over time and started to kind of introduce that bit more flexibility obviously off the back of it you'd be in a much better position because you'd then be able to go back to maintenance and know what you need to do to maintain that rather than just go back to doing exactly what you're doing before you were on the diet to start with
0: yeah absolutely um because i was just thinking a lot of us, if you looked at some of our clients, particularly some of like our smaller female clients, mm. you might think that the approach we took was a low carb approach. Because with a lot of those people, you are you probably are removing like really, really carb dense sources of food. So things like pasta and rice. Mm. Probably are excellent things to remove from their diet yeah, yeah. because it's so easy to eat them as a source. Now it's not the fact that they're carbs that are that that's why you would swap them out for things like just more vegetables or cauliflower rice or whatever you want to do. There's nothing magic about it, but it's so easy to overeat some of the really carb-dense den- carb like processed sources of food like rice and pastas and breads and things like yeah. that, that sometimes it is useful to think of them as being entirely removed, mm-hmm. as long as you understand why you're actually doing it.
1: That is actually a really, really good point. Um, you almost, if, especially if you're a small girl, like the chance that you will be successful with any sort of like fat loss endeavor and include like decent chunks of pasta is almost not like it can't in reality it won't happen unless you're only willing to have unless you're like someone who's okay to have like one or two larger meals a day you're really really going to struggle to like cause think about a small girl like Know 1200 calories is probably the upper limit of what they're really, saying. yeah. Be able and to you eat. don't
0: really want to be taking people too much below that, then yeah. for like protracted periods of time either. So, you really need to make the most of uh, like getting as much volume into your meals as possible. Uh-huh.
1: And that volume is just going to keep you fuller. If you're fuller, you're much, much, much more likely to adhere to your diet. And at the end of the day, that's like, that's at the start, that's the, the fundamental, most important thing. Like, can you actually st- and also, like like can you stick to it, but it's okay to suffer a little bit as well, um, because you've got to bear in mind, like, a diet is a temporary period of time to, uh, well, a fat loss diet is a temporary period of time to lose an amount of body fat that you want to lose, and so like, it's okay to suffer a little bit for four weeks or eight weeks in the knowledge that I'm going to restrict my calories for this amount of time, and then I'm going to bump them back up a little bit. And my life's going to be much, much easier when I get back to maintenance. Um, but like, if you're going, it, it just depends on you've got to ask yourself the question. When you get into any sort of like fat loss diet, you just got to ask yourself the question of, okay, how far have I got to go? So how long is it? Like how how many? Is it is it one dieting phase? Is it two dieting? How long have I got to go? Um, how much am I willing to suffer? Have I got like, and then just marry those two things up. And if you've only got a little bit of fat to lose, and you don't mind suffering a lot, you might be able to do it in two weeks, mm. three weeks. If you've got a lot of fat to lose, and you and and it probably isn't a good idea to try and in your head be like I'm going to suffer for 16 weeks. No, but like, you're mm. not going to succeed. So it's like, or if
0: you are smaller, less active, like smaller female, mm-hmm. generally you are going to probably want to take the approach where you suffer as little as possible but draw it out because you don't want to be going like really poverty macros like yeah where do you go it like Mm -hmm. you can't just keep cutting and cutting and cutting yeah calories yeah like Ali was saying as well like that
2: diet and phase if you're if you want to lose half a kilo a week you need to create a 500 calorie deficit per day which essentially means like if you do that four weeks lose two kilos of fat the end of that period you can actually eat an extra 500 calories per day from what you were eating and like or give or take yeah and maintain nice. that it might have dropped a little bit due just like bmr very slightly but in reality it's like you can actually yeah. do that so like one thing that we find works really nicely for like clients who've gone through that phase is still maintain a little bit of a calorie deficit a few days a week and then you've just got that flexibility for Weekends when you're doing, so, or, or like social occasions when you're going out for a meal, or having a few drinks to actually maintain like your weight at that point, because that's where people like they think going back to maintenance they almost like struggle mentally to think mm. like to, and think they're gonna like have a massive rebound, but actually like you can eat that mu- that much more in a day. Um, so it's actually like it's if you if you know that and manage that, it's actually it's actually not too bad.
1: Yeah, it does pull down to that thing of just like. um it is annoying but even when you're eating at maintenance you still have to have like a, a set of rules around the way you eat yeah whether there whether there are rules or what how, how or like a like an a way of battling living in a very obesogenic environment and that might be that like we were saying before like uh, when you're dieting you don't have much pasta or bread and, and stuff it might be that actually most of the time you still include do that and you you choose to have Vegetables with your chili instead of rice with your chili. Yeah, because you you tend to do that as a general rule. You'll never have
0: yeah. rice or pasta. Yeah. not that you think it's evil. You have mm-hmm. rice and pasta, but it's just as a general rule yeah. you won't. So you can eat more of other things.
1: Exactly. So. Yeah. So like yeah, day to day, if I'm making anything like like pasta sauce or whatever, I I I just don't have it with pasta or rice um, because I'd rather eat a bit more volume uh, and keep my calories a little bit lower so that. I can eat, I can have more flexibility at times when I actually want it and need it. Um, and like, because we do live in such an obesogenic environment. Can you just explain that just in case people... Yeah, yeah, sure. Know. So well, are we, which episode did we go through this on? I don't know. I don't know that we've had yet. Oh, really? Um, I think we mentioned it, but... Yeah, but anyway, so we live in a, a world where like essentially our brains haven't evolved yet to dis, to... to, to to understand that we live in a world where food is in abundance, um, and so we've got like these evolutionary mechanisms to sort of like um, stave off a starving to death, and b um, eating ourselves into obesity because that would also be really really bad for um, like your overall survival in a in a tr- back hundreds of thousands of years ago. Um, but the problem is our Mechanisms to survive, like survive starvation, are much, much, much better than our mechanisms to prevent fat gain. And in fact, our mechanisms to prevent fat gain are you know, not really very good, and especially not very good in the, in the world that we live in now. And the world that we live in now essentially is like, there's really, really, food is readily available anywhere. If you, like, We're really fortunate that we have you know, enough resources and money that we can pretty much get food anywhere, anytime. Um, you know in the UK and in, in the Western world. Um and um And really delicious food really well. tasty food. Food that tastes unbelievable. Loads um, of salt and fat yeah. and sugar. And, and the perfect combination. Yeah, it's excellent it's excellent combination of food that tastes brilliant and essentially like overrides our ability to be like, oh I'm full because Everyone's always got room for ice cream after uh, a massive, room for ice cream. <laughs> and then when you've had ice cream, you go to the next ice cream party. You're like, oh, I could have it again. Yeah. No- <laughs> Whereas if you gave me 200 calories of broccoli at that point, I might turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for broccoli ice cream. <laughs> um, but so we're doing it, So so we've got all these um, these food these foods that just taste great, really, really readily available. So if you just go for like, the cost benefit analysis of that. Like it costs you almost nothing, not, not just from the, in, from the perspective of time, of money, but like time and you haven't got to go and fucking chase it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just Unless it's the ice cream batch just <laughs> start yeah, driving away. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, and it tastes great. And essentially our bodies are driven to want to eat to keep us alive because if we've got more body fat on us, then we'll essentially be much better um, place to survive a famine. Uh, so we live in that world. So we've got to try and like kind of combat our internal drive to just get fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. Um, and that's, and that's what I mean by that.
2: Yeah. And that, like you are saying, sort of like living by a set of rules or like having a good set of habits in place that yeah. just allow you to have the flexibility to like, if, if you want to do the social stuff, then you can do that. Um, but like I was saying, we quite often like, we, even if we're not in a, a dieting phase still quite often like first thing in the morning just have some whey paste maybe like mid morning have some more whey and some berries or some oats or what like whatever it is but it's like still keep things fairly low calorie and then lunch quite often is like some kind of vegetables and a bit of a protein source okay. and then you've you like for us obviously we move a lot train a lot we've saved like 1500 2000 calories for the evening if we want it um or for snacking throughout the afternoon yeah. so it, and it's, it it just makes it so much more manageable because you like we actively enjoy eating those things anyway yeah, through yeah. the morning feel good doing it so like why
0: why wouldn't we yeah and that's the point as well as even though we tend to move around so much and our, our jobs are so active like we're really lucky that our jobs are really active we get to train for like multiple hours a day and we still make a conscious effort to keep our calories relatively low so that we can eat when we want to mm-hmm. so that strategy is probably then even more applicable to people that Work more sedentary jobs like working in an office, trained three days a week, like those strategies then are even more applicable. So, that's where things like potentially reducing like really carb dense sources would be useful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, in, and in most cases, um, for, for most people in the UK, like m- most people who are, have no idea about um, like fitness and stuff, and generally their diet has a lot of carbohydrate in it anyway, and mm-hmm. it and has less not enough protein in it is essentially the issue it has not enough protein in it so when you give people the um, tell people to eat low carb they essentially increase their protein intake which makes them fuller um, and has a positive impact on their like lean body mass and stuff so it's a really useful way to do that absolutely I think we should wrap up the episode by
0: going through if you could only eat one carb source again for the rest of your life what would you eat? Ooh.
1: Okay, yeah, exclusively carbohydrate? It's, yeah. So you're not like, the cakes allowed? Cakes allowed. Okay. well as in, like, am I still like. Cake,
0: cake and ice cream, you're
1: allowed still. Okay. Because they're like. Oh, bread, no doubt. You'd have bread. Oh, no doubt. Well, can you imagine not having pizza? Yeah, I can imagine not having pizza. It's, it's done so badly in most of the UK. <laughs>
0: See, in fact, good, I like, might do a solo podcast episode on what a terrible idea pizza is. <laughs> Unless you're in Rome, <laughs> please don't do that.
1: <laughs> you're not putting no. your name today. No. <laughs> do you know what? We could actually do that because be, we, could, we could set it up as a debate. The yeah, <laughs> <a> debate. <laughs> <laughs> a debate. I think one of the most heated debates. It'll just go on and on. <laughs> we could do it as a live you're video. You're fucking wrong about. It. We could do it as a live video. We're constantly getting pizza to try. flying <laughs> tested pizza to try. <laughs>
0: We could definitely do that. That would be a good one, uh, Tom.
1: Should, should you give some people some preface on um, why you hate pizza so much.
0: No, I think we should leave Save it. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would have to be bread as well because pizza and bread are just great. Although I was, I was
0: bordering on cereal. Yeah, cereal's so good. A potato. Oh, it's, it's
1: actually this is really fucking hard. No, that's a vegetable.
0: It's definitely a carb source.
1: Yeah, but it's a vegetable, isn't it? Nah, no, because you can't have it if you're paleo. Hang on, so I'm. I so we say so, like so, so more bread. All right, so what about bread? Chicken, potato, cheese, and beans. I still choose. I, I still choose bread over potato. Hang on, so if it if, if was saying no potato, that means you can't have any like apples either. Oh. I have loads of apples. <laughs> Ali's spirit animal is actually a horse, <laughs>
2: and you, you'll notice that if you ever see him eat an apple so <laughs> it's gone in two bites. He lives on apples <laughs> and uh, broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> and maintains his 700 kilos
0: of lean body mass I'd be so heartbroken if I couldn't eat cereal
1: I should, I'm, I'm, this, this question's confusing me mate so okay, well, I, think, then, I don't think apples count so you apples still have apples mate okay, okay so, what, so apples don't count and potatoes, potatoes, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. potatoes don't count either, either. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. what no potatoes should count I think okay I think we're talking about refined grain we're talking about man made refined grain here aren't we yes Yeah. As opposed to a, uh... yeah. I don't know. potatoes is not paleo. Yet. <laughs> no, sweet potato is. No, really. <Yeah. laughs> no, it can't be. Are you serious? Yeah. A sweet potato is paleo. paleo, but a jacket potato is not paleo. Nope. Who
0: made the rules on that? <laughs> That's uh, unbelievable. Rob Wolf. That Someone. is incredible. That's crazy. What thing. an idiot! I think he called it paleo. Initially. Yeah. Oh, what oh, an idiot. I don't know. Well, if anyone could tell us who uh, invented the rules on paleo and and could please tell us why a potato is not paleo, but a sweet potato is, yeah, that'd, be, really that'd be great.
1: That's unbelievable um, information.
0: Yeah. Maybe cavemen didn't eat potatoes, but they ate sweet potatoes.
1: Maybe. I think <laughs> they also ate um, paleo bars, though. Yeah, they definitely ate paleo, paleo bars. bars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely ate paleo bars. They definitely had BCAAs <laughs> 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 and whey protein. And we whey. should
0: um, we should save paleo for another episode. We then. should paleo pay another episode. Yeah, uh, sure. I don't know if that I could go without cereal. I'm still thinking about it. Um,
1: cereal is great, but I do cereals. you not have bread more frequently than cereal?
0: Yeah, I I definitely do. I in like, in do history, soup.
1: in history, yes, but I think a bowl of cereal.
0: In history, like back <laughs> in the day. Bread, what, you ate, what, coming you? into maturity.
1: <laughs> you like cereal, cereal. cocoa pops. It's a mature. But don't you think that <laughs> um, for bread, right, you'd be more sad seeing people have like bruschetta in front of you, and you're like, that's great, rather than seeing that like, Harry eating a bowl of, of cocoa pops and you can't have any. Mm, oh, it's
0: hard. That <laughs> I think it's really close, mate. Also, I really love pasta. Yeah, I love um, pasta so much. I have it so have, infrequently, though. You don't
1: have pasta enough. Like, you pasta's great when it's like you know, when we were in Rome. Yeah, the only really
0: reason good. I don't have pasta is because that is like probably the biggest trigger food for me. Yeah, like there there isn't a limit to the amount of pasta I could eat. Yeah, <laughs> I defy you to cook, I'd like dare you to try and cook me too much pasta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 we
1: need to go to that house. I love more pasta,
0: right. I think this debate could go on and on. So let's continue it off air. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to uh, What a Terrible Idea. If you haven't done so already, it would be super useful and very, very kind of you if um, you could give us a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, maybe even tell all your friends about us and how amazing
1: our podcast is. And... um...
0: Also, we've got a puppy now that you can't see, oh, yeah, but um, we'll put a photo put her on of on her, the right but waffles, waffles, say hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's Waffles, the hybrid dog. She's very cute. Um, she's so very you cute. should like it just so that Waffles... Um, waffles will be so sad
1: if you don't yeah, share yeah. Like, and um, tell her she's... Broken. She's not low carb. Yeah. No, she's high carb. <laughs> waffles is very high carb. <laughs> Right,
0: thank you very much. Uh, We shall see you next week.